This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What is up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name is John. I'm sitting at the table with Aaron. Aaron, what's up, man? Hey, John. I'm doing good today, man. Excited to be in here again. I'm excited about this podcast. I know we got a good topic today. For sure. And we have some uh, some big news, too. Some very big news to talk about. Before we get into the actual episode today, I want to talk about something that Aaron and I have been working on for a very long time. Yeah. We put a lot of effort, a lot of love into it. I'm very, very happy to talk about it for the first time. I'm going to come back next week, hopefully, and we're going to really dive in deep detail with it. But I want to talk to you guys about what we're calling Strong Style. Okay, so Strong Style, we've designed this to be the very first and only pro wrestling strength training program. And I'm talking about created by pro wrestlers with myself, my influence and everything for all you guys. All you soon-to-be pro wrestlers or currently active pro wrestlers, you guys that are you know, going to the gym week to week, hopefully, whether that's your local gym or your garage gym, your home gym, whatever it may be, and... I hear it all the time, okay? My inbox is flooded weekly with people asking me, like, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? What works best for the pro wrestler? Um, uh, what kind of equipment? I'm trying to make a home gym. What kind of equipment do I need? These are the questions that I get asked because that's, that's, you know, that's my wheelhouse. That's where I'm at right now. I'm a strength trainer, and I'm a pro wrestling trainer. So Aaron and I have been working on this program. We're calling it Strong Style, and it is the strength training program for professional wrestlers. Yes. Like, yeah. So we are super, super excited about this. Right now, we have a, a plan to get this available to you guys at the very beginning of February, okay? Which, if you're listening to this episode on the day that it drops, that's less than a week away. So keep that in mind. Um, please, all you got to do is follow us on social media, okay? Just follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, subscribe to this podcast. You'll be up to date on everything. You'll know as soon as it's available. I'm hoping that a lot of you are got super excited just now because you ask me. You ask me all the time, like, what do you do? Like, what should I be doing in the gym? Like, am I wasting my time doing this? I get these questions all the time. And from now on, I'm just going to send you guys a link to this, okay, once we get this thing live and available because this is the answer. I get asked so much, I realize that there's a problem out there, and Aaron and I put our heads together and created a solution, yep. all right? So that's what Strong Style is for. It is a pro wrestling strength training program that is meant to get you in go shape, like we always talk about, able to perform inside the ring, and also show shape, meaning you look great. You will look better than you've ever looked before. All right, so the program's going to have 12 weeks that you can go through, and you can repeat it indefinitely if need be, but it's a 12-week-based program, and we want you guys to get in the best shape of your life doing this program. So that's the goal. Um, it's not going to be easy, and it shouldn't be, guys, because you're training to be professional wrestlers. But I am so, so excited to get that out there for all you guys. Um, Aaron and I have been working on it, like I yeah. said, for a long time, recording videos and libraries of exercises. Yeah, testing and then retesting on I mean, the best way to make it perfect. It's yeah. been it's been a long process that we've been working on for quite a while, and I am so, so excited to finally actually talk about it. So um, that I just wanted to get it out there to you guys this week because before another episode of this podcast releases, Strong Style should be out, yep. okay? That's the plan at least, you know, and I know the plans change, but that is the plan. So I'm hoping the next episode that we come at you with um, a week from when this one right here drops is all about Strong Style and all about the release of it, okay? So 
That's what you guys have got to look forward to in the coming week. All right, so today, though, we got something very important to talk about, something that's been on my mind a lot lately after a few conversations that I've had. So today, we are talking about the importance of networking. And I put an AKA on this one, guys, so also known as it's time to leave that company behind. And there's, there's, there's a caveat with that. And again, I say this all the time, there's no blanket rules, okay? There, it is okay to work for the places that bring you joy and bring you happiness. But there is a time to where you have to shift your focus and your priorities, all right? So maybe you work, and I know that you do. It's, this happens to everyone. You find a location that makes you happy, and you just stay there, all right? You become the big fish in a little bowl. Yeah. And it's okay to go back there as much as you would like. That's fine. But you, you can't always make that your priority, okay? The company doesn't grow if they're not promoting new stars besides for yourself, and you don't grow if you're just constantly the best one in the room, all right? So, so anyway, that's what we're talking about today, networking, all right? There must come a time in every pro wrestler's journey where it's time to move beyond that home turf. The home field advantage feels so good. It is an emotional support animal that sits by your side and makes you feel comfortable, all right? But very little growth occurs there after a certain point, okay? So once your skills develop to a certain point and there's nothing left for you to learn, it's time for you to branch out. It's time for you to seek the uncomfortable because that is where growth occurs and that is where networking, which is today's topic, becomes your most valuable tool. All right, guys, be sure you're subscribed to this podcast, okay? Please leave us a review as well. That helps us tremendously. We're trying to keep this thing free for you every single week. We haven't missed a week since we started over a year ago. Please give us a subscription and leave us a five-star review. It helps us in the algorithm and all that stuff so we can keep bringing this to you for free. All right, guys, let's get started. Let's define networking, all right? Just as simple as that. I want you to learn that just because you might hear that word and not quite understand it. So networking is the process of making connections and building relationships. And these connections can provide you with advice and contacts, which can help you make informed career decisions. So that's just defining networking for you guys. That's a basic, you can go to Google and get that, get that definition, okay? I just want you guys to understand. And that's why we do this podcast as well, guys, because... This is not something that gets taught in wrestling school, at least not to my knowledge. Yeah. Um, there are some guys out there that are putting out some cool information on more topics like this, which I think is super valuable. But most wrestling schools, if you can find a good one, are going to focus on what happens between the ropes. And not enough gets said about how you can make connections and network and branch out and, and evolve yourself and make more money and all this great stuff. So progress your career. That doesn't get talked about enough in in. Uh, pro wrestling training so yeah and if you're a new guy just getting started you yes. have no idea valuable networking connections I, getting in there for sure if, if somebody just taught you all the moves all the bumps all the rolls everything and and nothing else and then just left you just left you to your own devices what are you going to do like where would you go um I mean, that's that's what this episode's all about, guys. I want you to know what you can do once you have a base level of knowledge, okay? So does all that, you know, do, does a process that gives you connections and, and helps you make informed career decisions sound like something valuable to a pro wrestler? I think it does. Um, I think it's more valuable today than ever before. Yeah. Um, when I was becoming a pro wrestler, it was all about WWE or WWF and WCW. You know, they were the end-all, be-all. Those were the ultimate destinations. Those were the end dreams for just about everyone, you know? Um 
You wanted networking that could potentially lead you to the eyes of one of those organizations. And, and Aaron and I have discussed on this very podcast numerous times that WWE is no longer the end-all, be-all as far as, you know, it is definitely still the top. It's still the top of the pyramid. It's still the Super Bowl. I get that. But today you've got AEW, you've got New Japan, you've got GCW, Impact. But most importantly, more and more, a lot of pro wrestlers are choosing to remain on the independent side of pro wrestling than sign with a major promotion. And, and you know, on the independent level, you've got guys that are still working, not really with WWE, but independent guys work for AEW, they work for or New Japan, they work for GCW. So, like, you kind of have those big money options as well. But it's becoming way more popular nowadays that guys just make a living doing what they're doing right now. You just got to do it at kind of a, a, a more intense level, okay? So... There's no wrong answer here, right? Um, there's no way that I'm going to sit here and tell you that WWE would be a bad decision. That's not what we're talking about right now. Don't you dare sign a contract for a huge sum of money with a major organization. No. you know That's not my intention here at all. I'm here to tell you that a career does exist outside of major promotions, but to make that happen, you have to be flexible with your work and you have to be busy. You should be out there doing business, not just every Saturday. Every week, multiple shows a week. Networking is how you fill that schedule. So we briefly discussed networking in the past in the previous episode. So let's review exactly who you should be networking with. And the answer is everyone, guys. Um, wrestlers get tunnel vision sometimes. They think that the other wrestlers in the locker rooms are the only ones with any information on how to branch out. And that is not true. The promoter, the booker, even the cameraman, the sound engineer, and the referees. Okay, All these people and more have experience as well. Um, that's another reason why it's so important to be you know, a good human being in the locker room. I mean, be friendly, uh, be personable, introduce yourself to everyone because you never know who may have information that could take you to the next promotion or just the next level. So keep that in mind, guys. You want to network with everyone, but you're going to have to do that and practice to really hone your skills, which we're going to talk about a little bit later on, on who the most important people to network with are. So let's run through the reasons why networking is the most valuable tool that you got in your utility belt, okay? Networking takes you places where you can develop and improve your skill set, all right? It's going to happen. Some people refuse to admit it, but there comes a time where you simply outgrow a small fishbowl of a wrestling company, okay? If new people aren't consistently coming in, it's going to be hard for you to learn and develop new skills from seasoned pros who can help you learn, all right, you've got to get out there and learn new things, guys. And networking can take you to places where you can learn new things. Simple as that. So networking keeps you on top of the latest trends in the industry. All right, the industry of pro wrestling. Everything from, you know, what is and isn't working somewhere else in the country, in the state, in the world. Um, you know, who's the best gear maker? Who's the best boot maker? These are all things that you can learn by branching out and meeting new people. So the business is going to evolve. That is, that's period, man. The, the, the yeah. pro wrestling industry is going to evolve. It's changed since we started this podcast. I mean, you need to evolve with it, guys. You have to constantly have an open mind. Networking with people from other companies and other towns and other states and other countries will not just give you an open mind, it will give you a worldview on how things are trending in pro wrestling. All right. So networking grants you access to more job opportunities. That's the one that most people know, right? That's a straightforward one. Most people understand that networking is meant to give them a booking somewhere new. 
But um, what I want you to do is be more aggressive about your networking. That doesn't mean be rude. It means be passionate. It means, you know, share your knowledge with others. Um, if you have knowledge, you should be sharing that info with people as well in exchange for theirs, okay, if you have it. So don't be afraid to pass your knowledge on to other people. And don't be afraid to pass it on to that young wrestler that you used to be that may be a step or two behind you now. Um, no one that is super confident in their own ability is afraid of new people, yeah. all right? So uh, that's that's the, the kind of gatekeeping side of pro wrestling. That's coming from people that aren't confident in their own ability, right? You, if, if you're strong and you're feeling good about yourself – then you don't mind when new people are coming up. Honestly, it should probably excite you. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind, guys. We're about to get into the top five steps that are going to help you become better at networking. But before we do, I want you to head on over to Facebook and join our private group. You just have to type in at how to become a pro wrestler. And I promise you, I talked about strong style earlier. That's the first place that I'm going to start dropping information about strong style. Okay. So guys, join that private Facebook group. Be up to date first in line for everything that we do. So how to become better at networking. I've got five steps for you, okay? Number one, let's go right into it here. Look for the right people, okay? So you're going to have to use some judgment with this one. The main type of people that you want to network with are the ones who can help you professionally because this is professional wrestling. So sure, a guy can probably recommend a company that might give you, you know, more of the same thing that you've right. got right now. And, that, and that's, that's okay to an extent. You do have to begin networking somewhere. So that's going to happen. But, you know, let's not forget that practicing your skills and hopefully selling some merch are very good things. So if you get more of the same and more of the same means you get to practice your moves with guys that are at your level or maybe a little bit below and you get to sell some merch, that's cool. That's a good thing. Invest your money. Save it. That's good. But what you want is more exposure to better audiences and a higher diversity of opponents. And when I say diversity, I'm talking about guys that have learned in other places, other, mm -hmm. other states, other promotions, other countries, wrestle a guy that was trained in Mexico, wrestle a guy that was trained in Japan and, and the UK. I mean, that's the kind of diversity of opponents that you're looking for. And that's the high level. That's what you're really looking to get to. But if you can find those things you know, close by, seek those out and make those a priority. Do your best to call out you know, quality uh, networking opportunities, you know, find those good ones and hang on to those and make those a priority. This comes with practice, but also by asking for the opinions of other on a person's information. So if you can, if there's anyone else around that you trust the information of, maybe they've given you quality information in the past, um, you could ask them like, Hey, this guy told me this and this, you know, what do you think about that? Like, you know, ask it in a nice way. You're, you're, you're not trying to get dirt. You're just trying to be proactive with yeah. your own career. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah, Tom. what's up? So, you know, you mentioned, you know, you want to talk to everyone because mm -hmm. everyone can be a good network, sure. a good connection to get you somewhere. So, you know, through your career, has there been someone like a referee or another yeah. trainer or, you know, another wrestler, like anyone that's been kind of your best, like networking that moved you past a certain point? Right, absolutely. So, like, I mean, pretty simple, like... Um, even if you just talk about my, my tryout with the WWE, like I, I had, you know, been in a local promotion for quite a while. Um, a new guy came in. I, I made good friends with him. You know, we talked a lot. And uh, this is like, this is, this is not necessarily the way that you want to do it. But I, I, I made really good friends with this guy. And uh, we discussed different promotions in the area. And that led to eventually me just getting a call one day and being pretty surprised. Because I didn't ask him to be like, hey, drop my name to WWF or WWE next time they come yeah. to this area. But he had done plenty of work with them before. And just because of that relationship... 
when they called him, he was like, yes, I'm super interested. I also have a buddy. His name is John. Would you give him a spot as well? And all of a sudden, I get a call from them. Like, that was just from being a good person to another friend in the locker room that shared a passion with me with pro wrestling and, and a skill set because he was a very talented individual as well, which yeah. kind of drew me to him because I, I I like to think, or I will stand by the fact that I have always gravitated towards the people that were better than me in an area. Like, mm-hmm. when I encountered someone and I was like, holy crap, like, He's doing something that 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 I just don't quite have a handle on yet. He's got a skill set yeah. or a tool that I don't have yet. It always intrigued me so so much, and I immediately like wanted to hang out with that person more. Wanted to learn from them. Wanted to wrestle mm-hmm. them. And a lot of guys get intimidated by that, and they see people that are super super skilled, and they 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 don't want to wrestle them. They don't want to be around them. And that is that is how you do not grow in this business. You have to gravitate towards these people and show how passionate you are. And it led to me getting a call from WWE, like yeah. because because I, I was intrigued in learning. You know what I mean? So yes, like you gotta find those people and they're out there um, that have been there before. Like if you know someone has done lots of extra work for AEW or WWE or GCW or something, you should gravitate towards those people and see if you can learn anything from them or get a connection from them. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. You know, just to follow up on that point, I yeah. would think even some of the camera guys, mm-hmm. like, you know, if they're in the industry and filming wrestling or they're sure. uh, shooting stuff, maybe they're filming for other organizations. So it just, 100%. just, just hit me. That would be a great networking contact. There right is there. for sure a guy that was local to this area for quite a while, and um, he's currently working a much higher level because he progressed his video company and his skills in that to to work for places that wrestlers around here have not worked for. Yeah. So, like, that's a connection yeah. right there. If you made a friendship and a connection with that person prior to him making it to a larger organization, then that's, that connection still exists. And we're going to get into that here in a little yeah. bit, how you should keep those connections fresh. Okay. So don't just let these people disappear from your life. Like you, if you made a good connection with them, maintain it. So that was point number one. Okay. Point number one was looking for the right people. Let's move on to point number two and that's be aggressive, which I talked about earlier, but you know, maybe be proactive is a better way of saying this. So just think about that. Be proactive. But again, like I said earlier, I don't want you being a jerk. I just want you to make what we're talking about today, networking, a priority. So lots of people think about it, and then it becomes like a like, oh, yeah, man, hey, that guy's been wherever, and he was really nice. I should ask him for this. Make it a priority, guys. Make make that the first thing you, you really want to get into. And I'm not saying just meet somebody and be like, hey, give me the number of blah, 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 but like, Make that a priority. Make a connection with that person, and that could be your goal that night for that show. So, um, you know, uh, making it a priority, being proactive about it, um, leaving every event with at least one new opportunity, okay? Maybe that's a goal. Maybe that's something you set for yourself. Like, every single show that you do from now on, you go there looking for at least one new opportunity, and that could be from anyone. That could be from from the booker, promoter, cameraman, anything like that. So keep that in mind, guys. Consistently, consistently cultivating your network skills is how you improve upon them and keep those beneficial connections. So let's say you work for, for a higher-end promotion once and want to go back but haven't heard from them. Maintain that connection as best as you can, okay? Maybe a brief email 
or some kind of interaction, you know, professionally on social media. Like social media is the easiest way nowadays. Just try to keep that connection, guys. It's very, very important. So that was number two. Yeah, and yeah, I got just a yeah. point on that. So Please, you, know, yeah. you want to stay at top of mind. And I think, yeah. you know, that story you told about the guy that, yeah. you know, got you the tryout. Absolutely. You were at top of mind. Absolutely. It was like, hey, I got this buddy. Yeah. He, he would be great for this. Um, so keeping those networks fresh is sure. also going to keep you at the top of mind of, you know, whoever has that connection that may help you out. Uh, Absolutely. Future. Absolutely. Follow up and, a, and, you know, a little bit of companionship and, and friendliness. Like it goes a long way with keeping those connections and passion, you know, yeah. knowing that yeah. you actually want to, to desire, you know, you desire to make these things happen and, and make the industry better and further your career. So, all right, number three, guys, I want you to keep track of your networks. All right. I want you to write it down. Be that on a piece of paper, or maybe you just have a dedicated file on your phone or a Google Doc, or whatever you need to do. Detail list every connection you make. Highlight the ones you are most excited about or that you had the best experience with. Leave yourself reminders of why a place is important. Put a star beneath a connection, a company that you worked for, put a star under it and say, man, they didn't pay me nothing, but I sold $300 yeah. worth of merch. Easy. And then you know, like, oh yeah, that place. I don't. I can't really depend on a paycheck from that place, but I can probably sell so and so amounts of merch every time I go there. Make that note for yourself. Keep track of that. Do the opposite as well. If you get a if you get a lead and you go somewhere and it's like these this place, the payday is okay, but man, they do not want t-shirts. Take cheaper things. Don't even bother packing. The, don't waste the gas money on t-shirts. Mm -hmm. Pack the stickers. Pack the thing, the little things that for a dollar that people buy. That's what they want. They didn't want no T-shirt. You know, just keep that in mind, guys. Make track of that. You can make those notes. This is your career, right? That you want you want to know about these things. So keep track of all that information so you can keep detailed notes of these different networks and companies. Um, but that goes for not just companies but people. When you make connections with people, you can be like, man, this 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 guy was such and such or whatnot, or, or I enjoyed talking to this guy and he had more opportunities that we didn't even discuss about. Like keep that in mind, guys. The people that you should keep in touch with yeah and i love this one because yeah. uh, to me you know what gets measured gets managed mm. so you want to make sure you're measuring everything as a strength coach i'm yeah. keeping track of everything everything you know yeah. weight sets reps rest you know total volume Absolutely. sleep nutrition water keeping track of everything but you know because you can uh track it you can test it you can refine it figure right. out the best if you're going back to this local show or whatever the best way to make the most money yes here or whether it's not worth it too but you yeah. can make it better but whatever you do, just do not wing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Winging it is what too many people do, and it just leads to just kind of spinning your tires, guys. Like, like, stop just trying to wing it. Write this stuff down. Like, like, if you if you're someone that's worked for me, like Aaron was talking about, like gym wise or workout wise, like you know that I ask you to keep track of everything and report back and give me feedback and all that stuff. You should do that with yourself, a discussion with yourself about these different places you're working for. So really, really keep track of that. So that was number three, keeping track of your network. Number four, I want you to network online. Yes, guess what? You don't have to wait until your next show to network, all right? The glory of social media is that you can contact just about anyone with a few clicks. Search out new opportunities that way. Send a brief message. Let them know that you're interested. Gauge their response. Do not start, please, by sending them a ton of videos or anything. Start with a human response, okay, and a connection. You know, um, 
Then you can ask if they'd be interested in seeing anything additional like a video or something. But the first thing that most people want to know is that you're actually interested and that you could potentially bring something to the table. You have something to offer them. So networking online, guys, don't just sit there and twiddle your thumbs throughout the week. You can do things during the week to make yourself better. As a matter of fact, you can even do you can block these things out, guys, okay? Like, let's say, you know, you probably got a day job. That's fine. Maybe you're off on Wednesdays or something, though, or maybe you're off in the evenings on Wednesdays. I don't know. Freaking put in your calendar. If you have a calendar, a schedule, or whatever, put in there, like, block out an hour to where you're going to try to make three connections through emails or something, like, and just focus on that, yeah. okay? Like, tell yourself that you're going to do this, plan to do it, and then accomplish it. I, I hate it when when guys tell me, like, like, yeah, I just didn't get I just didn't get around to it. And I was like, well, that just means you didn't make it a priority. Like, yeah. I mean, it's as simple as that. It wasn't that important to you, so you didn't do it. Make it a priority, schedule it out, and it usually it's a lot less painful if you just plan it out, knock it out in half an hour, an hour, or whatever, and then go about the rest of your day, your evening, your dinner, your whatever you're gonna do. So just plan for this thing, guys. You don't have to wait till shows. You can network online in between shows. Yeah, and you know you mentioned something on there, you said like the human touch or yeah. something with that. And I think sometimes that can get lost online. I mean, online's the best way, I think, to reach a ton <laughs> sure. of people, the whole world, yeah, to be able yeah. to get out there. But I had a guy, so I'm looking mm-hmm. at making a custom figure, like a 90s like figure for okay. my brother. He, yeah, he yeah, collects yeah. them. He loves them. Heck yeah. I was thinking, man, he needs his own. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so if he's listening, now he knows what I'm doing. Yeah, birthday's yeah, yeah. coming up. Uh, I was like, uh, I'm going to reach out to this guy. I saw some of his YouTube videos. So I, I found him um, on Facebook. Yeah. I messaged him. Just said, do you hire for custom work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sent me a voice record back, mm. like message. Yeah, yeah. And he's from the UK. Okay. And, you know, at first I saw it, and I was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I listened to it, and I was like, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because usually you're just through text, and now sure. I got a piece of his personality, sure. his energy, his enthusiasm yeah, yeah. to be able to create custom pieces. Right. Like, I got all of that because he sent me a recorded message back on right. Facebook Messenger. So I sent him one back. So I recorded it and there sent him that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And to me, I, you know, that's something new I just found out about like a week or so ago. But I really enjoyed that. And that right. was kind of that human connection to get to know the person a little bit better than like just you said, yeah. perceiving how they wrote the text. Personality you know? comes through a lot yeah. more than just a block of text. So yeah. keep that in mind. Don't, don't send any crazy long messages <laughs> <No>. to anyone. <laughs> but a, a, a couple minutes, like, hey, that's okay. You know, like you can you can get yeah, and Messenger makes that so easy. Yeah. I do a lot of business through Messenger, and you can you can do so, such easy things like that, and um, keep in touch with people. So that's another great way to network to to allow your not just your personality, but maybe your enthusiasm and stuff to come through as well. Yeah, like I said, that that's something new I just found yeah. out about, but. Personally, I just really yeah. enjoyed that. Just just from him and how excited he was to be able to make a custom figure for right, me. Right, you know, right, right. It, it was like, man, I'm sold. I don't. I've barely seen your work, but yeah. I know you're going to do a good job just because you're so excited, that excited. and so yes. passionate about Heck it. Heck yeah, man. So. No, I love that. I love. That's a great point. That's a great point to let that human emotion come through. Heck yes. All right, guys. That was number four. I got one more topic for you here. So we're going to talk about how you can become better at networking. Number five, networking needs to be mutually beneficial, okay? Finally here, guys, it goes both ways. You should be letting your new connections know that you want to help them, okay? It's not just about your career. It is about your career, but it's not just about your career. It's about the overall improvement of the product as well. If you let someone know that you're going to support them, they will be more likely to support you, all right? So what do you think about that, Aaron? Like, I mean... It's definitely mutually beneficial, right? We are yeah. definitely in this to become better ourselves. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, there's selfishness in there. Yeah, I totally definitely. agree. 
But um, yeah, I mean, yeah. the thing that comes to my head is, you know, anytime you invest in anybody, a relationship or mm-hmm. project or anything, you want to return on your investment. Right. Yes. So, so if you're going to network and expect someone to help out, they're going to want the same from you. you right. Know? So you want to return on your investment. Absolutely. So when I, yeah, when I work with personal clients and stuff, and and let's just say that they they tell me like I, I want to lose fifteen pounds. Like that's it. That's my goal. I want to mm-hmm. lose fifteen pounds. That's what I'm interested in. And I spend lots of time and energy creating a plan, um, coaching them. Mm-hmm. You know, one on one keeping them motivated through social media or, or my personal texts and all that stuff. Like I invest a lot of time and effort into them. Yeah. I expect them to then when they're not in my sight to follow through right. and to become, you know, I mean, Hey, become a billboard for me at the end of the day. Like show me that my stuff works and then tell everyone else that my stuff works. Like I want something out of it as well. And uh, not just money. Like I want to return on my investment as well. My time investment. So, yes. Yeah, it's it's you definitely got to you got to understand guys. This should be mutually beneficial. It's not all about you. You should also be willing to help them. And yeah, keep that in mind in the back of your mind as well like are you getting something good out of this as well? You should be. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah, any relationship and network any connections is just a relationship. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it goes both ways. And if it doesn't, yeah. you know, the relationship will end. Right. I mean, that's just That's that's it. how it works. Yeah, absolutely. I totally totally agree. That was number 5, guys. All right. These tips are meant to help you make your networking successful. Remember, networking aims to build relationships and connections. A good, reliable network can bring in new business and career opportunities and seasoned mentors. Okay, that's some of the most valuable connections I ever made or the people that I still consider to be mentors to this day. So it's never too early and it's never too late to invest in your network, all right? The best way to improve your networking skills is to put yourself out there and to give it a try. All right, guys, that's it, that's networking, and I really, really want you guys, if nothing else, to just think about that. Make it a priority, make it a part of your life, make it a part of your your planned interaction at pro wrestling events. You're gonna make some networks, you're gonna make some connections. All right, guys, please, Give us a follow on YouTube, by the way. we got a YouTube channel. Check out how to become a pro wrestler on YouTube. Give us a follow. Click that bell. You'll know about any videos we release in, release, release in the future. And, uh, guys, once again, Strong Style coming at you real fast. Yeah. Coming at you next week is the plan. We're going to come at you with an episode that details more of what Strong Style is, is going to do for you. Okay? That's the plan. All right? And I'm super excited to bring it to you. So thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.